Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories. Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world, then this podcast is the right one for you. Because if my guests can make it, so can you. Happy listening. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Hope Without Sight with your host, Sailor Cooper, and co-host, Tyler Evans, for episode four. On today's episode, we have a very special, well-known, notable figure, noble person. He is a world-renowned golfer at the U.S. Adaptive. He has been playing for many, many years, especially starting at age six. He has no hands, and despite not having hands, he still plays golf, and he has done so well. Please welcome Brandon Canessi. Hi, Brandon. How are you doing this evening? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, so welcome to the Help Without Sight podcast. And uh, I'm I invite you to be on my show so you can share your story of overcoming challenges and adversity and. Uh, Give some light to the world out there who's struggling and can't seem to find hope. So, yes, welcome to the show. So, to get started, tell me a little bit about yourself. Other than you being a golfer, uh, uh, do an introduction, like where you're from and, um, you know, your early life and whatnot. So, take it away. So, yeah, Brandon Kinesi. I was born without hands. And I designed my own golf clubs that are super long and I'm able to tuck underneath my arm. And that kind of allows me to hold onto it without letting go. Currently the best no-handed golfer in the world. I'm a five handicap. I've had four hole-in-ones in my life. I am world ranked. I competed in the first ever U.S. Adaptive Open. Um, I've been on Team USA multiple times for a couple different tournaments. So represented the country and um, big ambassador for the game uh, of golf and adaptive golf. I teach, I coach, I play. I work at a golf resort down here in uh, Miami at Trump National Doral. I'm originally from Northfield, New Jersey. But yeah, golf is just taking me on a, an incredible journey. And uh, just like you guys, you know, I aim to inspire others to overcome life's limitations. Uh, unfortunately, some of us, you know, we have certain limitations that we have to overcome. Um, but one of my one of my favorite sayings, you know, is God gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors. Yes, he sure does. You know, God that, made us right. uniquely for a reason. And, you know, we we may not know what the plan is at first, but we know that our Lord and Savior and Creator is perfect. Yep. And his plan is I'm a very firm believer and everything happens for a reason. And just like that, the timing and everything like that. So I know, trust me, I mean, 
you know, it wasn't always golf and great and palm trees and sunshine and golfing with models and traveling and doing all that kind of stuff. You know, there's been plenty of dark times in my life and I had to figure out why I was born this way or what was my purpose in life and what was I going to do with, with my life and, you know, how was I going to be, how was I just going to enjoy my life? And I found the game of golf and I found a way to play it regardless of my limitations. And I just, I had this feeling deep down inside that that was who I was born to be and what I was born to do. And I think that's really important that you have to listen to that inner voice um, in, you know, even early on when you're, you're going through the stuff and you're not exactly right. sure why um, you, you got to stay patient. You got to believe and you got to be persistent and just keep, keep believing in yourself. Don't listen to the negative, negative people in the world. There's a lot of them. Um, no, don't keep, listen to the keep negative. Doing your thing. Negative you know? does no good. I'll always, you know, think that's positive. Correct. And so, yeah. so if you don't mind telling me like, uh, of course, what dark times did you go through? I mean, you don't have to share everything. Just share just whatever you feel comfortable sharing, like what dark times yeah. you, you've been you through can... and, and how you overcame them. Because that, that's, that's the purpose of this podcast is to, to spread a message of hope. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, of course, if you think about being born without hands, I mean, everything in this life is – designed and built to be used with hands, you know, by humans for humans. And, you know, um, so it's, it's, it's been everything, but at the same time for me, it's been nothing because I've always had a can do spirit, but that, you know, you can only be so positive for so long until it eventually you, you, you know, behind closed doors, you're really fighting off some, some, some inner demons and stuff like that. But even the little things, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time and you want to have a nice firm handshake and look them in the eyes and be nice and confident, but I can't really grab your hand. So I, all I can do is put my hand out there. You know, I can't tell you how many times in my life I've, you know, just put my hand out there and see what's going to happen. And that's all you can ever really do. I think that's a good metaphor for, you know, you just got to put yourself out there and, and then accept whatever happens. That, that was always a good test for me to judge the other person's character. If they would grab my hand or not, firmly shake it and look me in the eye without a problem. Or if they would like hesitate and get like, you know, semi scared or whatever the case may be it didn't really matter but it was awkward and like there's things like that that you know people would always look at me especially as a kid early on I, I noticed it in gym class and things and other kids would look at me and I never really I took that as an opportunity to shine you know there's plenty of people that go in their entire life wishing people would look at them and even if it's for something good or something bad they were looking at me, so I took advantage of it, and I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna shine. I'm gonna do something that you think I can't do." And um, I bet, I bet, because I'm sure, like, since you've had no hands, like, I'm sure you've you've dealt with like a lot of bullying and stuff. That, that's unfortunate that that happens I, a lot. Like people pick. Up I, people did I, I did, and I did, and I didn't. I was good. very. I was very fortunate enough to grow up in, a, in an incredible community that accepted me. And, you know, there were a couple people here and there that tried bullying me, but I had an army of friends behind me that would quickly shut that person up if I didn't do it myself. But obviously I'm firmly awesome. against, bull I'm, I'm fir f firmly against bullying. Um, oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. You know, I, I, there's the, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. Um, I'm all for, you know, embracing people. You never know what anyone is capable of. You know, you need to give everyone a chance. Everyone is the same. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to be, you know, friends with everybody. There's there, there's no difference between anybody. We just have our own different things that we like. Or, or... <laughs> That's right. We're different and we're all different. 
for a reason, yeah. and we 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 don't have to immediately judge each other right away. I feel like you know society can be very judgmental at times. You know, there's a bunch of, of stereotypes in people's heads because, like us blind people, you see, Tyler and I were 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 blind. We could see a little bit, but still, we're blind, and a lot yeah. of a lot of people blind think that blind people are incapable. It's just the stigma that's out there, unfortunately. Of course. And of course, of course. And blind people aren't yeah. capable. We we just have to do things a little differently, you know, as compared to adapt. others. Adapt. That's, that's, okay. the, that's the word. Adapt. Adapt. Yeah. You got to adapt. Everyone's right. Gotta adapt. Yeah. Adapt. Adapt. Yep. Adapt. Adapt. Yes. Yes. Yep. And so, wow. So yeah, you you. Life growing up, I mean, you had your challenges, but you, yeah. you were able to navigate and make and make it through. And you're right, hands. I pretty, I pretty much saw myself as, is, you know, I, I'm playing the cards of life that I was dealt. Right. You know, it's unfortunate and it was tough as a kid, and I and I realized it early on. But wh- what else are you going to do? Just accept life. You got one life to live. That's right. Go out there, go out there, and do everything that you would want to do, regardless if you have limitations or not. You know, I've always played sports, played video games, worked out, done anything and everything that any person with or without, you know, hand with hands would do. Um, and most of the times I did things better than anyone ever anticipated. You know, the, the people were very hesitant when I was younger and they tried to help me and baby me and kind of just like keep their keep a keep a close eye on me and thinking I need help. And I would just kind of push them aside. I'll be like, you know, watch, watch me do what I do. And then, you know, just blow kind of blow people's minds and. So now I, you know, I make videos and I do things about me golfing and me, you know, show the world how I adapt and how I overcome just to be that role model for any kid that might need it. You know, I was strong enough myself, but I'm, I'm fully aware that, you know, people born without born with limitations and stuff. It's not easy. So no, if you can have some, easy. if you can, if you can have somebody that you can look up to and see firsthand that he's done so much with whatever limitations he has that can make you a full believer that you can do anything you want with your life. Yes, you can. And don't let anything yeah. just oh, yes. hold you back. Just press on, press on, press on. And so Sir. I imagine <laughs> your nickname is Nubs. Nubs. Yeah. And that's because since you have no hands, you use Because I have nubs. Because I have five, five little nubs on my right hand. And that was basically that, that basically oh, yeah. came that basically came up because I was actually I was the only Brandon in my class all the way up until eighth grade, and then in eighth grade, two other Brandons moved to my school, and then I was walking down the hallways and people were like, "Hey Brandon, hey Brandon," and it wasn't me, and I was like, "I need a nickname," <laughs> and I and I came up with Nubs in like eighth grade, and it kind of just immediately stuck, and now it's right there on my golf bag, Brandon Nubs Kinesi, and you know, That's you just gotta right. you know you got eat. You got to embrace who you are, you know. I saw that on your on Ooh. one of the articles I read about you. So let's go, yeah. let's go all the way back to when you were six years old. You were very determined. At, that's when your golf career began. Despite no having no hands, you you picked up a pair of clubs with your arms and started swinging golf clubs with your arms. How cool is yeah. that? Wow. So, I mean, I was, I was six years old and I, I didn't know any better. You know, I, I, I grew up in, in New Jersey, but my grandfather lived down here in the Miami area and I visited him in the summer times. He lived right on a golf course. It was me, my older brother and him. 
And, you know, my grandfather just kind of handed me a club and I was so little and the club was so big compared to me that that's how I naturally held it. I tucked underneath my arm because it was too big. And that's how I was able to swing and let go. I mean, I was six years old. I only wanted to drive the golf cart. I didn't really, <laughs> the golf was, <laughs> the golf was just a bonus, but um, I played every other sport growing up as a kid. I played baseball, basketball, football, um, action sports kind of took over my life for a while when I was in, you know, my teenage years, skateboarding, surfing, snowboarding, everything like that. Um, it wasn't until I turned 16 years old where I, I, you know, I was curious about golf again. So me and my uncle designed and built a set of clubs, just extended them longer than average so that I could oh, yeah. hold it the same, the same way I did when I was six years old. That's right. And it just you, took, took over my life. That's right. And in, in the article I saw late in high school, uh, your uncle built special clubs for your use, and uh, uh, and it, it just continued from there. And you were heavily involved in other sports like uh, snowboarding. Actually, you see, I'm I'm blind. I can see a little bit, but my best vision's out of my right eye. And okay. uh, despite this, I uh, I ski. Oh, uh, nice! That's by awesome. Having a guide called Turns, left yeah. right turns. Oh. Wow, that's impressive. I have a scuba dive, which is a lot of fun. So I'm equally where you are, man. I don't, I don't let my, my, my disabilities are not disabilities. They are more abilities. Limitations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I know you can relate to that as well. For sure. I love to hear, man. I'm glad you, uh, glad you have your hobbies, your passions. That's, that's, it's so important to life is, is to have something you're passionate about. Yes. And then no matter what, no matter what it is, you know, just go, just go for it. Don't let anything get in the way. Yeah. Let it take over your life. Just go. Yes. Go for it. And so, uh, right. give me, Man. give me a rundown of your career. You're a world renowned golfer. Have you ever played like in the British open, the U S open or just the U S adapted? No, so I mean the the only like the the biggest tournament that I played in was just the the U.S. Adaptive Open. That was the biggest tournament that's ever been hosted for adaptive golfers in the U.S. That was as what you can say a major for adaptive golf. Um, adaptive golf is still being you know it's still early on in its ages. It still oh, yeah. needs to be more more and more finalized. In 2019, the USGA just established a world ranking system. So we're on the right track and we're all working and especially working towards getting golf in the Paralympics in the future. But it's, it's just an ever growing um, sport right now. And, you know, it's my job to get out there and show the world and spread knowledge of adaptive golf so that, you know, to get people interested in it, to get more and more funding behind it and, and grow it and, and, and make it uh, make it better, bigger and better. What have been some of your greatest achievements throughout your golf career uh, have you received any special awards uh, like all the other world-renowned golfers out there? Um, I would say, first off, I, I think it's pretty remarkable that I have four hole-in-ones. Um, I just got my fourth hole-in-one about three Mondays ago. So that's, oh, awesome. that's pretty wild. That's pretty, I mean, there's 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 a tour player, really? people who golf, who golf their entire lives without ever getting a hole in one. And I have four of them, two in which I got on video on my phone, which is the odds of that are remarkable. But um, I've I've been blessed to win a couple of events, getting me some world ranking points and stuff like that. 
I've been, you know, on golf channel and a couple of different shows on golf channel. I just ended up shooting some stuff yesterday for golf channel. It's going to air in a couple of weeks. Um, I, you know, I, golf has, has taken me through so many different avenues and I've met so many amazing people such as, you know, you guys yourselves. And, um, it's just, it's such a rewarding sport. Uh, thank you. It, it, it is, it, it, you know, what you, you need to do, what you love to do, because it's very rewarding. And you were so blessed to find golf as your forte, uh, your niche yeah. and your hobby, you know, and you, you should just pursue, pursue, pursue your dream, pursue your dream. Yes, and, sir. I, so when, when I moved away from home and I started my, my, journey in this in this you know golf golfing world golfing industry i moved home and i wrote on a board in my living room i said you know you, you can stay asleep and dream or you can wake up and chase your dreams that's right oh and, yeah you know ever ever since then it's just been a, a non-stop journey of uh, me becoming the person who i think i was born to be that's awesome that's right and yes tyler uh do you have any yeah. input what uh, do you have any do you have questions for him yeah, I want to give I want to give um, you the floor for a little bit because <laughs> you're your oh, yeah. host as well, you know. Oh, of course. I wonder how you ended up with no hands. Okay. I know yeah, you're born. Question. Yeah, yeah. Was it a question. genetic can... thing? Um, basically, I mean, I can run through the story real quick. It was basically my mom. You know, she took some tests, some pregnancy tests. They were inconclusive, so she went to the doctors to take some more tests. Doctors actually read her someone else's results and told her she wasn't pregnant. And then they proceeded to describe, uh, prescribe her some medication that would you know, bring on her cycle a little faster. Turned out they read her the wrong results. She was pregnant with twins. Uh, and the medication they prescribed her, you know, uh, killed my twin and then caused what's known as limb reduction to my hands. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, oh, perfectly so okay. Perfectly okay, though. Like I said, everything happens for a reason. So you know, it made me who I am today, and it, it, it everything happens for a reason. It and does. I I can only say how amazing it's been of a journey. I can only oh. imagine, you know, as as my mother to give birth to me and not know about my hands, and then I'm on the you know, as a parent, you know, you 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 would worry, uh, you know, if your kid can live a normal life and and all that kind of stuff, and. I, of course, you know, I'm sure she worried very, very early on. It's actually funny. One of the very first things my dad said when I was born was, it's a shame he'll never be able to play golf. So that's kind that's of ironic. That. <laughs> and yet you are. To that. And yet well, you, you are. are. It's, yeah, and, and exactly. And now here I am, the best no-handed golfer in the world. But, you know, and that's another reason why I do what I do. And I'm, I'm blessed to receive so many, you know, amazing messages from people who I inspire about, if it's them themselves who need the inspiration or, you know, if it's parents of a newborn who were, who were born with some limitations and they're nervous that they're going to be able to live a normal life or not, but then they see my page and they see what I'm doing and it gives them hope. And I can't tell you how good that, that makes me feel. Yeah. So why did your dad say or think you wouldn't be able to play golf? Yeah, I guess well, like it was well, just I was, one of those things without like, hands. Yeah, did he yeah. die? Like, <laughs> what did you say? Is he still uh, alive today, or did he die? Yeah, already? yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's alive. Yeah, my parents are both alive. Now, what? It, what does he? What does he think about you now? Like, is he? Proud? <laughs> yeah, but he's really proud of you. Oh, of course, yeah. He's he's very proud. He's 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 also like you know, a little bit jealous or envious. His uh his email <laughs> his e his email address is pga one to be. 
So it's like, he's all, you know, he's, he's always dreamed about being a, a professional golfer and it's always just been his side hobby, but he's like a, a host in the casinos. And, you know, for me to, to make golf my life. And then, you know, I have him caddy for me here and there. And I have my mom caddy for me and my brothers and all kinds of stuff. They all help me out for different events and stuff like that. So everybody's very proud. I, uh, it's, it's been quite a journey. They are proud. They ought to be proud of you. We're very proud of you. And it's been <laughs> oh awesome. yes, we are. See, that's why we're so glad to have you on here because we can tell you about ourselves. Uh, me and Tyler were best buds. It, it's nice. about to be eight. It's about to be eight years since we've known each other. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, there's not. Well, there's nothing like having a good best friend, man. I've had the. I've had the same little group group of of best friends since first grade it's amazing there's there's four of us and you know it's it's the best yeah and we met and uh we met we met in in college uh eight years ago yeah and uh we're both blind and what's so crazy is uh we have we're two years difference in age uh i'm i'm 29 uh tyler you're 31 yeah and uh 31 and a half yes i got you I got yeah. you guys split. I'm I'm 30. I'm right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, sweet. And uh, <laughs> we we were both born premature, three months. Okay. And um, wow. We both have a twin. I have a twin sister. He has a twin brother, and we have a condition what's called retinopathy prematurity, where uh, our retinas attach due to blood vessel leakage in the eye. And uh, wow. We do have a vision that we had today because we had to have a lot of surgeries as babies. Okay. And wow. uh, what's so crazy is I was born in Conroe, Texas. And then Tyler, you were born in Shreveport, Louisiana, right? And, uh, but we were, yeah. life, we were life-lighted to Detroit, Michigan, because that's where the best doctor for retinopathy prematurity you know, was, was in Detroit. And so because of him, we had a lot of surgeries and we have a vision that we have today. And check this out. Uh, my sister, she had retinopathy prematurely too, but her eyes reversed, meaning uh, her her blood vessels didn't leak as much. It didn't cause as much damage. Okay. While my eyes and Tyler's eyes, unfortunately, ours kept progressing. And that's that's that was a result of our vision loss. But I mean, no, well, even though we're not brothers, you know, biologically, we're like brother from another mother. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because we, we say the same things almost yeah. at the same time on many occasions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, know. I actually have, I have plenty of friends and, actually and here's who, are, who are blind golfers. My brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. It's, my incre- brother, it's incredible. My brother, his eyes reversed. My brother's eyes reversed. Oh, wow. Where he wasn't blind anymore. Just like his sister, twin sister. And wow, I have light perception, meaning I, I have light perception, meaning I can see light and dark. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's I can incredible. tell if it's sunny. Cl- I can tell if it's, I can tell if it's sunny, cloudy, the light is on or off in the room. You know, I can see that. I just can't yeah. see everything else. And who knows, maybe one day I can, I can get surgery, man. I would love it if I could look into possibly getting surgery and 
gaining sight. I love that. Man, that. I love that. Man. I love. I love the optimistic mindset. That's that. It gets you so far in life, man. You gotta, you gotta never, never lose, never lose that. But if not, of course, we're okay in life. You know. You of course. Like yeah. You said. And yeah. So well, you know, I watched. Um, there was a movie. We are okay, blind, of course. But yeah. And so, uh, yeah, Brandon, you said there are blind golfers out there. How do they do it? If they can't like really see where the hallway is and all that, how do they do it? So they have a caddy or they have someone that lines them up and sets them up and kind of aims them and then just says, yep, go ahead, fire, fire away. And they tell them the distance. They tell them everything. They lay it out for them. Oh, um, and yeah. then they just, they set it, set it up and rip it. That's it's absolutely in, in, incredible to watch. If you guys would ever be interested in it, you know, you should definitely, you could definitely get out there and make it happen. It's yes, incredible. I would love to watch it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, uh, my. Uh, well, there's beat baseball. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because my family's heavily in the golf. Um, and they love golf. It's great. My, especially my grandfather. He's, uh, he's 102 years old. He doesn't play golf anymore because of wow. he's 102. Yeah. That's he's, incredible. He's in a wheelchair, but. Uh, before uh, he had a stroke six years ago, before that, he used to play a lot of golf. That's awesome. Yeah, golf is a, obviously it's big in my family as well. So it's that's the great thing about golf is that you can play with your family, you can play with your friends, you can play with your loved ones, you can play with your kids, you can play with everybody, oh, play yeah. there, anybody. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, you, yes, you can. Yeah, you, you can. And so going forward, um, Brennan, uh, what are your future goals? What do you hope to accomplish throughout your career in golf? Definitely want to just continue on this journey um, that I'm currently on and just keep making it more and more professional, keep getting my message out there to the world on every platform that I can, um, showing the world, like I said, firsthand that you can do anything you set your mind on as long as you're willing to work for it and, and believe. And then, um, obviously, a big goal of, of all of us uh, adaptive golfers is to to set golf in the Paralympics, like I mentioned before. So I'll be there for that, and uh, just keep keep doing what I'm doing. Overall, promoting promoting a positive lifestyle, and you know, enjoying this this life on Earth that we got here. That's life, right. Yeah. Life gives you gives you lemons. Just keep going. Yeah. Make lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love me some I, lemonade. I love me some late. I love me some lemonade. Man. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, lemonade. So good. That's Especially that. in the summer. <laughs> Sounds like oh, a, yeah. some amazing goals there. Well, of course oh, we're doing yeah. this podcast for a reason. Uh we want to inspire others and uh, we we don't wanna just stop here. We wanna turn this into a business, hopefully make money from this podcast. Um oh, yeah. we have a radio station that's on the air twenty four seven. It's called uh, Real Variety Radio, and uh, plays all genres awesome. of music, uh, and talk, and the podcast is going to be a part of this as well. Yeah, and, uh, it is. And we, we hope to uh, make money with this. I mean, while you're doing episode four, it's awesome that you're here on episode four, and um, this will be available everywhere you get podcasts. Uh, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify to Google Podcasts, anywhere. And we are hoping to have this launch within the next two weeks, hopefully, fingers crossed. All right. That's exciting stuff, man. Awesome. Yes. So, so exciting. So exciting. So, 
any, Brandon, any other advice you want to give to my viewers, to our viewers? Um, it's kind of all ties in with what I was saying before. And it's just, you know, I know, I know that there's dark times and I know you might sit there and, and ask yourself why, you know, why are you, why are you put in this situation? Why you, why yep. does it have to be you? Yep. And it's just, it, it can be so tough and it keeps you up every night and you got to wake up and the next day it's the same battle. You wake up the next day and it's the same battle and it, it always will be. Exactly. Um, but my, 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 my suggestion and my advice is just surround yourself with loved ones, surround yourself with things that you love, whether it's food or hobbies or anything you're passionate about music, anything like that, friendship, you know, people that, you know, for, for a long time and just, oh, yeah. you know, it, don't sweat the little things in life. Don't, don't only ponder on what you don't have. Try to take a step back every once in a while and be grateful for what you do have. And then yeah, from there, right. from there, just try to live live a good life. Exactly, Amen. live a good life. And of course, anybody—that's the message. Anybody who is feeling sorry for themselves right now, get off the couch, get off the sofa, quit crying, saying "poor me," because you got one life to live. Rise up, right? Keep going, sir, and just. Live your life. You have a purpose in life. If you do, if if you do. If, if Mr. Kinesi can come overcome adversity, and we can overcome it, so can all of you. Just keep going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, one more thing I want to do on here. I found a very interesting video that I like yeah. to show my viewers. I like to show my viewers uh, this video. People of the world. The Grand Strand is 60 miles of South Carolina coastline extending from Little River to Georgetown. Strand is a German word that means beach. And along this beach, there's plenty of fresh fish, water sports, and golf. We start at Pine Lakes Country Club, where golf started in Myrtle Beach in 1927, and it's where the concept of an iconic sports weekly was born in 1954. They call it the granddaddy. Yeah, because it was the first golf course. Some great ties to not only just the history of golf in Myrtle Beach, but just history in general. Well, that's the biggest thing. Almost everybody comes down wants to see what Sports Illustrated started. This is the first cover. Yeah. 1954. This is actually some of the original greens. Pretty much everybody who comes through Pine Perfect, Lakes right? comes through this room. Yeah. These rooms, huh? Yeah. You got to take a little walk through history. From a Myrtle Beach museum of sorts, I get the chance to see the course and walk in the soft spikes of someone overcoming adversity and playing against all odds. Brandon, you're on quite a journey. I mean, I've been on the journey since I was born, to be honest with you. I mean, it's just I'm, I'm continuing to do what I love. Let's play the game of golf. I'm trying to get as good as I can be. When did you come to the game of golf? I first started playing when I was a little kid. I was six years old. I naturally grabbed my grandfather's club, same size as you got there, and I tucked it underneath my arm, and that's how I swung when I was a kid. Uh, I grew out of that size, and then when I turned about 16, we made these in my uncle's basement. They're kind of just glued, and here you go. Go hit it. <laughs> That'll work. A little, a little low on the face, but it's all right. So I, I'm tucking it here? Yeah, tucking under your lead arm. How um, far underneath there? I like to put it where it's not going to dig into your rib, and yeah. it's not—it's not, it's not going to hang past. Like hold and on, you're, the shaft and you're 
It's all about. Yep, that's it right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not bad right there, a little baby draw. I don't think I've ever seen anyone hit my driver that good. I'm not going to lie. Really? I'm not going to lie. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Try I'm going to play part. out of your bag all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. Go in the hole. Hoha! Come on. My man. Hoha. How good is that? Great up. Okay, okay. Well done. Oh, oh. this match is all square. Just over the last. Oh, it's all good. On to the next one. There was never a point in your life where you felt like you were going to let this determine who you are. There were times where I thought maybe it was going to get to me when I started to get older and I was thinking, you know, what's my career path going to be? I played so much golf and everywhere I went, people were telling me I inspired them. And that's when I came up with the idea of whole high, you know, to start a foundation. Different strokes for different folks. That's it. Swing your swing is what <laughs> Arnold Palmer says. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hold that finish right yeah. there. Then I found the Golf Academy of America. Started learning everything I need to know about the game of golf. I should try another one with yours. Yeah. Keep that this posture. hurts in here too, oh, by the way. Of course, of course. It is airborne. It is. I gotta say, I hit a better shot like this than I did. We might be on to something. <laughs> Tell me about the hole in one now. I caught a hole in one on video and it just went insanely viral. Oh my God. Oh my God, I think that went in. Let's go! I woke up, you know, the next couple days and my phone was just, it would not stop with messages and likes and shares. It got up there with views, like over 2 million in, in like the first week. Yeah. It was insane. showed the world, you know, my message, whole high's message of, you know, overcoming your limitations while promoting a love of the game. And it's, it's been incredible. Yeah, this is potable right here. What are your other goals? Just keep getting out there and show the world, you know, you can, you can do anything you want. And I want to get to the Paralympics. I want to keep competing. Down the road, I want to help teach other adaptive golfers. Close, but no, no cigar. It's a mental game. There might be physical limitations involved too, and you gotta overcome them, but everyone has to overcome the mental limitations of golf. I'll give you that, Matt. You gave me mine. It's a good win for you, buddy. Great playing. Man, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. You've already inspired a lot of people. Today, you inspired me. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love that Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, you've inspired so many people. Thanks, man. I, I love watching that. It's actually been a while since I've seen that. And I, it gets me emotional thinking about how much I've done since then. And, you know, it's just a never-ending journey. And it, I'm, I'm so blessed to be on it. And uh, it's it's incredible, man. I'm still just getting oh, started yeah. is, is, is a beautiful thing. The whole high, the whole high, whole, exactly. Whole <laughs> high. Yes, sir. Yeah, and because of that golf game you played, uh, you had your struggles. You you mentioned in that video because because of that shot that you made uh that video went viral and yeah. your phone just blew up like crazy wow <laughs> yeah thank you sir thank you sir. that that your phone just blew up like i mean what you you what you've accomplished is just amazing and you're you're, you're not done you'll have more no. to go and just getting started 
You know, oh, we, yeah. We hope to see you at the Olympics. Yes, sir. I'll be there. I got yeah. another thing on the Golf Channel airing in about three weeks. It's, it's a show called Swing Expedition. I was just on a – I just shot the video yesterday for it with uh, Chris Como. He's the Golf Digest number two instructor in America. Wow. So look for, look look forward to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll we'll check that out. Mm-hmm. So um uh I guess if nothing else, any final thoughts you want to give my viewers? I just want to thank you guys for having me on your show. Uh I want to uh congratulate you guys on, on all that you're doing and, and admire what you guys are doing. Everyone, you know, this world needs more inspiration and it needs more guys like you doing what you're doing and just being a positive light. Uh, as I try to be, uh, because we all know, right. you know, you turn on the, you turn on the news every day, and it's nothing but oh, chaos and, and and heck, and yeah, it, it's negative stuff. So, just keep being a light. I appreciate your time. Yeah. I appreciate you guys having me. Keep doing what you're doing. Let me know if I can do anything to help out you guys. Absolutely, awesome. Yes, and by the way, uh, we're, uh, the podcast is not the only um, endeavor. Eventually, when we get to it, we're gonna we'll be writing a book together about our lives in Thailand. Right? Love it. Love it. Yeah. 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 And we're we're writing a memoir and uh, it's inspiring too. It is. Yes, yes sir. It's gonna be awesome. Well, everybody give it up for Brandon Kinesi. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you, you guys. Go. Thank you guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Hope Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. And got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms and tell your friends and family to do the same. And in the meantime, blessings to all.